Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Every time, hello, 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 Jay Jones, as you know. Yep, Ray Tucker. We're and here again. Here again, telling you where we stand on certain issues, even though we're sitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that joke is gonna get old, so that would be the last one I say that. Yeah, the last time he says it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so today, um, we're still going in on obedience. Um, and by today, because today for us, it's the same exact day. But uh, by the time you see this, it might be the, some other time. Yeah. But um, Or if you feel like binge-watching, go right ahead. Be our guest. Yeah, go um, ahead. <laughs> but today we're going to talk about the purpose behind obedience. Absolutely. So we're still coming off the um, last time we talked about um, Adam being um, you know, fruitful, mm-hmm. right? And he's in the garden doing what he's supposed to be doing. Absolutely. And um, he already had no distractions. No distractions. He was preparing the world for his wife, his bride. Absolutely. You know, so she inherited a beautiful world. Nothing wrong with it. Yep. You know, and an obedient husband. And being obedient, right? Speaking of, you know, women always talking about, I got to have this man of God. That is a requirement. Is he obedient to the Lord? Going to church yes. does not make him a man of God. Nope. <laughs> nope. We're going to definitely get into that one. Absolutely. You know, not today, but yeah. but it, it's, it's coming. We got some heat rocks coming for you. Yikes. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> but um, let's go ahead. And uh, so the idea, what we got today, we're going to talk about the. The, pur- the three purposes so of obedience. Obedience right. brings about righteousness. Obedience brings about sanctification. Mm-hmm. And obedience brings about the fear of God. And we're going to define all these things. Um, and, and that way we're not just leaving it out there for just right. anyone right, right, to right, interpret. Right, right. right? You know, that there's literal things here that are, you know, serious if you take them out of context. So, Yes, they are. Let's go into the first one. You want to go ahead and, and grab that for me? Absolutely. <coughs> Romans five nineteen. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So also by one's one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. So what does it mean to be righteous? To be in right standing with God. And I love that text because this, the second part, it says, also by one man's obedience, many were made righteous. Well, away from Adam and just talking about now, because of the sin of Adam, we have been separated from God. We are spiritually dead. But through this man's obedience, it's talking about Jesus Christ, it reconciles us to God. And we mm-hmm. now have the ability to be righteous and obedient as Adam was originally. Amen. That sounds like a perfect setup of the gospel right there, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm hitting you with the gospel. Hit with the gospel. <laughs> so where's the gospel? 
Let me give it to you in five steps. Number one, heaven is real. Thumbs up, right? Because heaven's a good thing. Heaven and hell are real places, yes, you know. And and the thing about um, thing about heaven is that it cannot be earned, and it we don't deserve it. Absolutely. You know, we deserve hell, even Absolutely. though hell originally was not made for humans. It was made for the devil and his angels. We right. see that in scripture. We, right. We'll definitely go more into that in a later date. Yes, we will. But heaven's a real place. That's good news, right? Mm. After that, man is a sinner. You know why? Yeah. That, that's why we don't deserve it because <laughs> we're some we're some jacked up folk, Absolutely. right? We yeah. jack up everything we touch, right. you know, everything we touch, yep. you know. So we deserve hell, and we can't earn our way to heaven. Think about it: if you if you could earn the way to heaven, earth would be empty. Yeah. Why be here? Right. Why be here? And it will rob God of the glory because everybody gonna say I was the reason I went to heaven. Yeah, you can boast about it, right? Exactly. So, <clears throat> man is corrupt, right. you know, and. You know, that's just that's just the fallen world we live in, right? Right. But God, who is he? He's a just judge. Yes, right. He is. he is the judge, not a judge. He is the judge. The judge. Right? He doesn't want he doesn't want to punish sin. But I mean he doesn't want to punish us, but he must punish sin. All right. You know, it's kinda like there's a um I remember hearing a uh illustration put this way, right? There was a um a young woman who was speeding on the highway one day, mm-hmm. you know, and she got a ticket, mm-hmm. of course. And then she went to court to see the judge, you know, to pay the fine, right? But the judge, the judge did was he got off the stand, took off his robes, stood beside her, paid the ticket, mm. and then got back up on the judge on the seat. In the seat. Ooh, I like that one. It turns out the judge was her father. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He is a just judge. He doesn't want to punish us, but he must punish sin. Back to Romans 19, it says, through one man's obedience, Christ was sent. Yes, yes, yeah, it sets it up up right there because Jesus is our Savior. He He came down from heaven, died on the cross, paid the penalty for our sins that we didn't, we deserve death, right? You know, he being a sinless man, having no sins of his own, he was raised on the third day by the glory of God and is seated on the right hand of the throne at the very moment, interceding for us. That's a whole lesson right there. Um, (laughs) Yes, and um, that leads us right into the fifth one where. We have access to God in heaven through faith. Yeah. You know, faith as a mustard seed. I'm going to hold the wrong finger. Good grief. You know, this one here, the small the finger, little the little one, because it's it's a little faith. You know, faith right. the size of a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like we're sitting in these chairs right now. Entire weight is in these chairs. Like, when I'm not sitting on the edge of it. Hoping, that, thinking the chair is gonna fall. I know yeah. the chair is gonna carry my weight. Absolutely. Just like I know God is gonna carry me. Absolutely. You know. And it, hasn't He done it all? Has He done it all? The text talks about. Um, I can't remember exactly where it is, but it says, "And this through faith, and this is not your own doing." <laughs> yes, and not of your own, lest lest any man should boast. Wow. Mm. God is good. All the time. And all the time. That's good. There you go. Won't He do it? About to play some Corinne Hawthorne right now, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when that song first came out, Keisha and I, my wife and I, we out here just dancing, we just getting it. God bless Corinne Hawthorne. Um, But the second observation we get from scripture uh, is to bring about sanctification. Absolutely. You want to go ahead and take that for me? Yeah, yeah, I'll jump into that. Um, First Thessalonians four, three through eight. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, 
that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God. That no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter because the Lord is the avenger of all such things. As we also forewarned you and testified for God did not call us to uncleanliness, but in holiness. Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject man, but God, who has given us his Holy Spirit. Amen. You want to talk about sanctification? What does that mean? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll talk about sanctification a little bit. <laughs> up all the time. But, um... The process of we we talked about the righteousness aspect, and so we're made right with God through Christ's sacrifice. Well, guess what? We still got we, we are positionally clean, we are positionally saved, but there's a process of us being renewed, our minds being changed over us becoming more like Christ. Going back to that last episode where I talked mm -hmm. about us getting in the word. That is an important piece so that you may understand your purpose, so that you may understand what you are supposed to be doing, so you may understand how to live for the Lord. Mm -hmm. And you will change those habits. Begin Amen. to become like him. It talks about uh, abstaining from sexual immorality. That's yep. God's will. That's important. A lot of people came into the faith struggling with sexual immorality. And so now we have to go through this process of being clean from that. Part of that is accountability, getting in uh, God's word, prayer, but also the work that he is doing within you through what? The last thing it said, we have his Holy Spirit in us. Mm -hmm. Yes, working, working through us. It's a process. It's, it's, not, it's not something that happens overnight. Right. Um, yeah, like sometimes when you think that, you know, we get saved and then automatically, hallelujah, you know, like we're there, we're over right. the top and we're automatically. Now, there are some things that are automatic. You right. know, you, you are, you are, once you get saved, you are justified. Absolutely. Positionally. Mm -hmm. Right. But then you still have to work it out in such a manner that, okay, you still have breath in your lungs. Mm -hmm. Right. So that means you have to live for him Absolutely. and show to the world that you are this new creation. Absolutely. You know, you're this new creature that you are different, Absolutely. you know? Like, it, it's not... If God wanted robots, then we wouldn't even be here having this conversation. Absolutely. You know, because... Adam wouldn't have failed. Adam, Adam would never failed. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's God working in us to bring us to perfection. Absolutely. You know, and we got to choose it every day, every moment, every minute. I heard... My, one of my um my pastor once say you know, from San Diego, and um I heard him say one time that your thoughts are like the birds of the air, right? right, right you can't right. control the birds that fly over your head, but just because they fly over your head doesn't mean you have to let them make a nest in your hair. Right. So I cut off my hair. So <laughs> <laughs> that one got me. That one got me. I, was, I was locked in, and then you hit me with them like. Oh. <laughs> But uh, but you, you, that's what thoughts are like, you know. You don't have to let them fester, you know. It's like just because, oh, you seen that woman, oh, she's attractive. I gotta look. No, you don't have to look, right. you know. Right. And I'm not perfect. I'm not just bashing on people like I'm over the hill. I'm not there yet. This is sanctification, working it out, Absolutely. you know. But when I catch myself doing that, one, two, three, oh, I'm in trouble. And and it, and it goes back to 
the purpose, right? Adam, God's purpose for him was obedience. Yep. He was obedient. Adam, when he was made, God said that he was good. He was very good, which can be translated to excellent. Adam was righteous. And so we know that that's the purpose because through Christ, what does it bring us back to? Righteousness. Yep. Obedience. Sanctification. Becoming more like God, like Adam was originally. This is a purpose. Yep. Amen. So the last purpose we're talking about to fear God and the uh, scripture we're talking about here is, hold on, let me get this over here. I'm over here, but just messing up. Um, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, keep his commandments, for this is man's all. For every, for God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. Man. Go ahead and take that one. <laughs> Go ahead and take that one. I feel so, like I've been talking too much. So, so a, lot, a lot of times, you know, a lot of times, a lot of people um, don't want, I won't say don't want to, but, right. you know, I, I will say that without Christ, it's hard to understand the Bible. It's, right. it's extremely hard. We're going to have a whole episode talking about, you know, our viewpoints on that, from that standpoint. Right. Um, but no, the, what is this fear of God thing? You know, you're probably wondering, right? It's, see, the English language really pales to in comparison to other languages Absolutely. of the world, especially Absolutely. the Hebrew and the Greek, right? Absolutely. Where there's multiple different words that actually mean different things, you know, but in the English vernacular, it just gets translated all into fear. And it's like, that's not, you know, mm. it should say, you know, to be, you know, to be respectful, to be, um, to be, reverent. to be in awe, to be reverent, mm -hmm. you know, to fear God, but it just gets translated all into fear. And then we think that, oh, I should be definitely afraid. I'm like, well, in one sense, yes. Absolutely. You know, just like, you know, I'm a black man in America. I don't want to go to court. No. You know, I have a fear of the judge. Uh, I, I, that brings about righteousness in me, right? <laughs> Sometimes, yes, that deathly fear is good. Absolutely. You know, it brings about righteousness. Absolutely. But other times, it's He's like, He's a father. So so my my son, he doesn't walk around all day fearing me. Like yeah, like deathly fear. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not a tyrant to my my child my child, you know, so he doesn't have to walk around with that kind of fear all day long, Absolutely. right? So it's a different aspect, Absolutely. right? And you know, I didn't have I didn't have that fear growing up with my dad, but that's a whole other story altogether. But um but yeah, a lot of times we we tend to tend to just apply one understanding of fear to every situation, every circumstance. We are children of God, mm -hmm. you know. We are sons. We are daughters mm -hmm. of the Most High, mm -hmm. and yes, we can be wiped out like that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if he did that to his own children, he wouldn't be good, would he? Absolutely. You know. So it's like there's patterns in Scripture where you never see the righteous you know, left out to dry. Mm -hmm. It won't happen. You know, you always see the righteous being saved. It's patterns for that. I always say God's got a pattern. You're going to hear me say that a lot on this show. God's got a pattern. Absolutely. Look for the patterns. If you ever have questions about his goodness, he has a pattern of being good. Absolutely. That is his nature. That's who he is. Absolutely. You know, it's, you know, I could go on for days about there, that. There, and there's so many things you can even look from the, the aspect of fearing the Lord, I love the Lord, you know, and the love that leads you to uh, be obedient, 
you know, and even looking at the text that we just looked at right now where it says the end of all things is it is man's duty to obey God's commands. That's a that's a part of it. You're in awe. You respect God in the same way that Adam did. We see when God is asking uh, Adam to do things, I don't see no lip. Yep. God asks him to do something, he's going to do it. There is a fear of the Lord. It's not, oh, the Lord, he's going to strike me down. He's going to kill me. We know it couldn't have been that because he was walking with God. Yep. There was a relationship there. And then this is kind of a side note, but getting back to the whole man manhood aspect, again, in the way that you treat your children, that's going to play a role in their future uh, view of God because he is their father. You be careful to love them. Discipline does come. God may discipline you, and there is that fear, but there's also that love. Perfect love cast out fear, but don't get me going. <laughs> don't get me going. <laughs> amen, amen. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. So just to remind everybody, we talked about three purposes of um, obedience. Again, I need to look over here. <laughs> you know, we kind of knew at this, right? Mm. Has some grace, trolls. Um, <laughs> to, to bring about righteousness, to bring about sanctification, to bring about the fear of God. So these are all the things that, you know, come out of being um, obedient. Mm. And with that, we're just going to bid you adieu. Farewell, Avida Zing, Sayonara, and there's many other languages that I don't know how to say goodbye in. Deuces. But uh <laughs> 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 All right, peace out, y'all. Y'all have a good one.